This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Day will start things off on Thursday, August 10th. Agriculture Day moves to Friday the 11th. On the 15th, it's $2 admission for seniors and adults. To enhance this family-friendly promotion, all rides will be $2 each. The fair is August 10th through 20th. For more content, visit nowdecatur.com. China is not happy. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News, angry at two hearings House Republicans held yesterday and the threats China poses to the U.S., calling it Cold War mentality disinformation. And China calls the growing COVID lab leak theory a smear. FBI Director Christopher Wray joins the Energy Department, telling Fox they believe the virus likely leaked from a Chinese lab. I hear these claims of politicization, but I can tell you that the FBI is and is going to stay independent, and that means following the facts wherever they lead, no matter who likes it. A World Health Organization expert group said last year that key pieces of data to explain how the pandemic began were still missing. Fox's Tanya J. Powers, a station master, is under arrest in Greece where investigators are trying to figure out why a passenger train was on the same tracks as a freight train last night. They collided head-on in a fiery disaster, killing at least 36 people. The head of the EPA was back in East Palestine, Ohio, visiting the toxic train derailment site there. Telling people that the water and the air had been tested numerous times and it was okay, but this new independent study that just came out the other day paints an entirely different story here. Researchers with Texas A&M did this study. The university found elevated levels of chemicals that trigger lung and eye irritation, headaches, and more, which really matches up with some of the people are telling us here on the ground. Fox's Alexis McAdams in East Palestine. Ohio's two senators, a Republican and a Democrat, are co-sponsoring a new bill proposing new regulations on trains carrying hazardous materials and stronger penalties for violations. Lori Lightfoot is on her way out as Chicago mayor, losing her re-election bid, finishing third in the voting. Paul Vallis was first. This city has never really been the city that works for everyone. But it will be when I am mayor. Well, Vallis doesn't have the job yet. He still has to face Brandon Johnson head-to-head. We can build a Chicago as big and as generous as our promises. America's listening to Fox News. Greetings, Sebastian Gorka here. For years, I've mentioned how much Relief Factor has helped the pain in my lower back. Gary from Ohio shared his experience, too. He writes, I tried Relief Factor due to its botanical ingredients to reduce pain in my shoulder, knee, and lower back. After just a few weeks, the knee pain was completely gone, and the shoulder and back pain were reduced quite a bit. I can now exercise much more comfortably and practically pain-free. Thank you, Relief Factor. After trying Relief Factor, over half a million people have gone on to order more. So it looks like a lot of people are thanking Relief Factor. Three weeks from now, you could be doing the things you enjoy doing. Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start at the reduced price of $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. Feel the difference with Relief Factor. relieffactor.com. We mentioned off the top, the House held two hearings into the threats China poses to the U.S., from spying to TikTok security to Taiwan. One of the hearings was a rare nighttime hearing of the new select committee on the Chinese Communist Party. Republican Chair Mike Gallagher calling the competition between the U.S. and China an existential struggle. The ranking Democrat, Raja Krishnamurthy. We seek a durable peace. And that is why we have to deter aggression. He also said both Democrats and Republicans assume trade and investment would lead to democracy in China. Instead, the opposite happened. Lawmakers heard from H.R. McMaster, national security advisor under former President Trump. It's a big mistake to give an authoritarian regime coercive power over your economy. Also testifying was dissident Tang Yi, jailed in China for more than two years. She said authorities organized other inmates to beat her up. In Washington, Jill Nato, Fox News. Israeli soldiers have arrested two Palestinians suspected in the killing Monday of an Israeli-American. Alon Ganellis was shot while driving on a West Bank highway. He's from Connecticut. He was in Israel to attend a wedding. Amid all the controversy here about COVID's origins, there's scandal in Britain for the now ex-health secretary involving WhatsApp messages from his time in office during COVID. The Daily Telegraph says the messages show Matt Hancock ignored scientific advice to test everyone entering 
nursing homes in the early months of the pandemic. Hancock argues what he calls stolen messages have been distorted. He claims he wanted to carry out the testing, but the UK didn't have the capacity at the time. Hancock was forced to quit the job when security camera footage caught the married politician kissing an aide at work, itself a breach of Covid rules. He left his job and his wife soon after. Jonathan Savage, Fox News. On Wall Street, stock futures have gone from up to now down ahead of the opening bell. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Sure, it's not the easiest topic to discuss with your loved ones, but Brentlinger and Earl can help guide you through the talk of a lifetime and pre-plan for the unexpected. It's a hard topic, but so very important. Pre-planning your funeral arrangements can help relieve the burden on your family during an already difficult time. It ensures that your wishes are carried out exactly as you want them to be and that your unique life and values are reflected. It's never too early to start planning with your loved ones. Just visit BrintlingerandEarl.com to find out more. Here's a look at your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast today. Increasing clouds, a high near 62. Tonight, mostly cloudy during the evening, then gradually clearing with a low of 33. For Thursday, mostly sunny, high 50, nighttime rain, and Friday, 1 to 2 inches of rain and a high of 44. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 44 degrees. Your WSOY time is 8.06, and this look at your weather, brought to you by Brantlinger and Earl Funeral Homes. Good morning and welcome to the 8 o'clock hour. Our very first day of March. So happy the sun is out. We've got a uh, Millican track star in the studios. With, like school record holder. we got some impressive stuff. We'll tell you about Women's History Month and some of the events next. Buyers and Company. WSOY 1340 AM. 103.3 FM. Streaming live at nowdecatur.com. Good morning and welcome. If you've missed any of the show today, podcasts are always available at Nauticator.com or anywhere you get your podcast, driven by the Bob Brady uh, Auto Group, and you can find those uh, right on the podcast page of Nauticator.com or through our social media. Uh, we have a whole lot uh, for those Acorn employees that were uh, unceremoniously dumped uh, by their company last week. Over 450 families impacted that resource page we put together at Nauticator.com will get you literally anywhere you need to go from unemployment insurance to help to mental health services to career fairs to help with your insurance, which ended yesterday for all those employees. Uh, so make sure you check that out. Uh, it's on Nauticator.com and share it with somebody if you know that they're in need of help or resources as the community continues to come together to help those folks out. Uh, all right. So this is a great story. Uh, uh, you know, I just had lunch with Cordell Ingram yesterday, right, uh, as the principal of MacArthur High School. Cordell Ingram came from St. Louis to Millican University to play football many years ago and then stayed in the community, and now he's the principal of one of the larger high schools in the county. Uh, it makes a difference every day. Our next guest has a similar story. She's not nearly as old as Cordell, uh, but she came to Milliken uh, from the St. Louis area uh, for the sports side of things, fell in love with the campus, and has stayed to make a difference. And now uh, she is the coordinator for Campus Life and Residential Communities. Her name is Mackenzie Dixon, and we welcome her to the program. How are you doing today? I'm great. Thank it, you. We're closer so to that mic. No, we're excited to have you. Uh, so before we talk about Women's History Month and all the great events that are going on at Millican, I want to know about your, your track career because you still hold the school record in 800 meters, uh, part of the 4x400 and 4x800 relay teams. You were a CCIW champion and a four-time qualifier for the NCAA Division Three Championships. Finished fourth uh, in 2021 in the country. Yeah. <laughs> lots of running, lots of running, many yeah, miles. Yeah, but the 800 meters, most of us look at that and go, I could do 100 meters if someone was chasing me. 800 just seems very daunting. Yeah, 800 is, is very painful. Like <laughs> Just like two whole laps of just pain. All right, so, so how did you, I mean, what got you interested that, you know, before the college level? I mean, how did you know you were going to be, a, a, you know, a track athlete? 
Um, well, way back in the day, like in fourth and fifth grade, um, my parents oh, like ran in high school. And so like that was always I set up that I was going to run, but I don't think it was ever going to be. Like, so you're the gene gonna, pool. Yeah. I don't think it was ever going to be that I was going to be like as successful as it, it turned out for me. But um, I had a really good bond with my college coach. And I think that really attributed to my success as an athlete. All right. So, uh, you know, now that you work directly with students, go back to your time, which it wasn't that long ago. You just graduated in, in 2021. But what did you fall in love with? What did you enjoy as a student, you know, being on the campus? of Millican University? I think it's kind of a mix of many things. I think because the campus is so, so small, it really allows you to be involved in so many things. So my life was not just being a student. My life was not just being an athlete, but I did all these other campus activities too. Um, so it really allowed me to be like immersed in the community and really get a lot out of my college experience. Okay. And then you didn't feel like a number, right? I mean, no. you, you knew everyone, their professors and mm-hmm. people knew you by name. You know, I think sometimes you go to these places where there's 40,000 people and you're like a social security number. Exactly. All right. So, uh, you decided to stay. Mm, I did. And, and they offered you a job. Yes. Okay. And, and and you're not teaching biology. Mackenzie has a biology degree. She's going to like go back to that someday. But what do you do? What's the coordinator of campus life? I guess I didn't realize there was that much residential living on campus. Nick, you were a graduate. Uh, did you know a lot of people that actually, not the fraternities, sororities of the woods, but people who lived in the halls? Yeah, absolutely. You know, it, it's a blend and they have, what are they called? RAs or, or whatever that live there. Residential assistants. Yeah. Is that what that stands for? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, so a lot of kids live on campus. I, I, it never occurs to me when I'm walking on campus or we're going to an event that, oh, that's a place where people live. I, I'm, it makes sense. Well, to even put it in a little more perspective for you, they built the new halls right next uh, across from the main building, the uh, the main Millican building, and they were intended to just be temporary dorms, but they ended up needing, needing the space for a while. Now they're offices, but... Yeah, there's a need for it. Okay, so you work with those RAs then directly, right? I do. Yeah, that's my main job is to kind of oversee them and taking care of the students. So okay, and then do you, so like student feedback. You get like, I mean, how do we make things better? You know, people feel comfortable. I mean, just day to day life. Yeah, kind of a mix of everything. Like, um, I meet with the RAs pretty regularly, so they kind of keep me up to date of what's going on in the halls. And then if there's anything that comes up, we kind of address those things. But it's really about making students feel like Millikan's their home. Okay. And it looks, the campus does look very different uh, today than it used to. I mean, it, it feels like it looks more like a community at large, way more diverse. Uh, I mean, it, it, it doesn't feel kind of, I don't know, the word privileged isn't right what I'm looking for, but for years, I think the image was kind of like, you know, you have to be of certain amount of affluence to be able to afford this. And I, I don't feel like that's the vibe today at Millican University. No, I think we have a really good diverse campus that come, people come from like a lot of different backgrounds and a lot of different majors and, and they bring a lot of different attributes to Millican that really make it great. Okay. So you guys, uh, side part of your gig here is, and she has to, we were supposed to have a professor with us today who had to cancel at the last minute. So you got to carry the whole thing. So we, you have a lot of events, uh, for Women's History Month, which begins today. And there's a very exciting event tonight, right? Yeah. Um, Amanda Lucidon is coming and I'm very excited for her to be here today. All right. She was the official White House photographer to, uh, President, uh, uh Barack and, and his wife, Michelle Obama. Yes. Um, she was like the main photographer. So she did a lot of work, um, and created some like documentaries for them and, and really, um, created some books and did all the photography for them. Can you imagine, uh, Nick, uh, you know, as a photographer, we both like to dabble, uh, being the photographer during like history. I, I mean, you're, you're there in all the moments, you know, with the camera documenting history during that time. It would be an unbelievable sensation. You know, there's it's literally the fly on the wall. I, I mean, with a camera. Yeah. You can't believe you're here and what you're seeing and, and the, how things might shift at any moment and your job to be to chronicle that exact important moment in time, man. So That's this event impressive. starts at seven o'clock. Uh, who is it that you're inviting to this? I mean, is anyone welcome to come? Yeah. It's open to the Decatur community. Um, there's some special students that have been asked to have dinner with her tonight. Um, but it's open to campus. It's open to the community. All right. So seven o'clock at the Bob and Debbie Johnson, uh, who have been big donors and, and supporters of Millican for years. Uh, and that's on the third floor of the, uh, the University Commons building, uh, which is the main new, well, I guess the School of Theater and Dance is newer, but the big one right there on Main mm-hmm. Street. And, uh, if parking, uh, I always have to tell people, uh, the disc uh, right across the street is the easiest way to park and get in and out of there. Uh, so 7 o'clock tonight, you get to see somebody or hear from somebody that literally was a part of history. Uh, and I, I, didn't she have a book uh, that was released a couple of years ago? Yeah, Chasing Light is the book that she did. Um, it's very like photo book. So like there's lots of like very high quality photos in there, but it's also like 
her vision of it as well. So like there is her um, verbatim of it. So okay, looking forward to that. All right, what else is going on this month? Um, so we have several events this month. So starting with Amanda tonight, um, but then next week we have an affirmation painting. Um, it's not necessarily like guided, but it, there's examples and stuff and the Panhellenic Council is sponsoring that. All right, and what is affirmation painting? Yeah, so it's like just positive <laughs> words of um, encouragement and things. So just more like a fun, light, free event um, for students on campus. Okay. The Panhellenic Council or the sororities on campus. Yes. Um, the Alpha Thank Chi you. Omega, Delta, 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 and Pi Beta Phi. No. <laughs> is that common knowledge? Would people know that? Uh-huh. That's what that word meant? I, no, I wasn't. I was oh, okay. I saying thank you. Why oh, do you okay. always have to think there's something behind it? I just said thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Jeez. No, I, I, I don't think most people. I also don't think Greek life is nearly as big as it used to be. Uh, that's why I was kind of surprised at the numbers and the breakdowns of how many people live in the woods versus how many people, and, and the woods, by the way, being a building, not literally the woods. Yeah, the apartment uh, the complex. Apartment complex. The woods. Uh, I did think the woods were actually the woods. woods. Yeah, when I came <laughs> looking. So. It, it is a weird, I, I mean, when you, you know, if you don't have any context, you're like, well, they're in the woods. Uh, yeah, that's the big, when I was growing up, that was a grocery store. Uh, and now now it is a big complex, and then you do have still Greek life, and you have the fraternities and sororities as well. Now, yeah. do you work with them at all, or is it just residential living? I do. I do work with the the sororities on campus. So. Okay. All right. So your affirmation painting is Monday, March six, from six to eight p.m. Then what comes? Um, after that, um, we have like a week break, and then we do Luna Fest, um, which is like a traveling film festival um, that I found online. That's really inspired by women and about women. Um, and also like non-binary people. Okay, so uh, walk me through this. This is starting at 6.30 on Thursday, March 16th. Yes, so it basically is like a bunch of short films. So it's about an hour and a half, and there's a total of about seven films, and they're all very different and then created by different people. Um, they're, they're, they're really great. And I've seen like a cut of it. I'm very excited for them to be here. Okay. And then you've also got what else coming up? Uh, there's a Thursday through Sunday thing. Yeah. After that is Fairview. So that's put on like the school of theater and dance. So that's a show. Um, very excited about that as well. It's in the Virginia Rogers theater in our new theater and dance building. Very, very nice. Okay. And what is Fairview? Um, Fairview is a standard comedy. Um, it takes a sharp cunning detour and a scary examination of deep seated rat. Racial prejudices and stereotypes of black people in America. So, so you kind of you go in thinking one thing, it moves you, and then pulls the rug and gives you another thing. Yes. All right. So performances at the Virginia Rogers Theater, which, by the way, uh, it's worth every bit of fifteen dollars, which is the ticket price, just to see the the school uh, and to see that theater. Pretty amazing, right? Uh, and that's March through uh, 9th through 11th at 7.30 p.m. And Sunday, March 12th at 2 p.m. Tickets are $15. You can get those at kirklandfinearts.com uh, and uh, buy those uh, through your uh, through your PC and be ready to go. All right, and then what is the Millican Makers Market? The Millican Makers Market is an event that is hosted by our women in business, so primarily like women that, that are majoring in business Um and it is basically just a market where like individual vendors will come and like sell crafty things. And um, it's at 12 to 4 on March 12th. On March 12th. Okay. And I'm assuming I can get a list of all these at, at Milliken's website, right? I mean, all the schedule of events. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's uh, all available. It's a lot to take in. And it sounds like a lot of work. Do you get any help doing this or you have to do it all by yourself? I didn't have much to do with like the school, school of theater and dance. And um, Milliken Makers Market is kind of functioning by themselves, but all the other things i had a pretty big part in planning so all right is it hard to i mean i'm assuming you got a lot of taste a lot of interest a lot of different things at a liberal art college it's probably tough to satisfy everyone but you're trying to reach out and do some things that reach all the different student groups yeah it's it's really hard to find because there is so many different types of people on campus so really trying to fit things that will really engage students of all different backgrounds. All right, because you have, like, what, 1,800 undergraduate and graduate students? A little smaller than that, but, yeah. Yeah, all right. <laughs> hey, I've a got a random question okay. for you. So there was a computer lab uh, down, I believe, was Blackburn Hall down at the bottom of that uh, by safety and security. Mm-hmm. What is that now? Um, safety and security is actually actually in Walker Hall now. Um, it's not even in the bottom of, of Blackburn, but it's just kind of like a common space for students now. We really don't have like a specific use for it. You know, I was just curious if it had evolved into something else because everybody has their own devices now, so there's not really the need for the labs anymore. Yeah, yeah. we do have like a big blue pantry that's up on that first floor, but um, not a computer lab. So There you go. Mm-hmm.
Thank you. For, for every one out of 1,000 people listening <laughs> right now that even know what room you're talking about, that was uh, hard-hitting stuff. No, it's great. Uh, thank you for all your hard work, and uh, uh, kudos for sticking around the community and making a difference. We're, we're glad you're here. Thank you. I love being here. So. All right. Good stuff. Here's Nick with your three-day forecast. We'll be back with more right after this. Stay tuned. Today, we've got increasing clouds, a high of 62. Tonight, mostly cloudy during the early evening and gradually clearing with a low around 33. For Thursday, mostly sunny with a high of 50 and nighttime rain. And Friday, one to two inches of rain, high near 44. Current temperature in downtown Decatur is 46 degrees. Your WSOI time is 820. Finding yourself suddenly unemployed can be a life-changing event. But now Decatur and our community partners are here to help. Now Decatur is offering a resource page for Decatur and Macon residents that includes unemployment information, immediate job listings, retraining opportunities, social and emotional resources, and more. The goal is to help you navigate through an event and period that can be emotionally, mentally, and financially stressful for you and your loved ones. Go to NowDecatur.com for the Employment and Retraining Opportunities resource page. On the battlefield, there's a saying America's military men and women live by. Never leave a fallen warrior behind, ever. Off the battlefield, Wounded Warrior Project operates with the same goal. Wounded Warrior Project was created to help our men and women returning home with the scars of war, whether those scars are physical or mental. Wounded Warrior Project, we never leave a fallen warrior behind, ever. Learn more about what we do at WoundedWarriorProject.org. You're listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. here on a Wednesday. So a couple of live updates for you just to uh, we've talked about this enough that I feel like good and or bad uh, a couple of signs of some things recently. One of the big uh, pitches they made to these players was that they were going to cover uh, all of their and their caddies travel expenses like when you work for the PGA, you're a complete like a contract employee. I, I mean, like you win prize money, but all the other stuff is up to you. It's not like being on an NFL team where they charter the plane and pay for the hotels. Right. And, and so that was something that was used as a, you know, a, a, a perk right. in recruitment. So you don't lose money minimally. Yeah. Well, they took that away already. Oh, wow. Like one tournament in to the second season. Now they're responsible for their own. And... If you win the tournament and your team gets money, that money is now going to go to the cost of the tournament rather than to you. They're already shifting the financials a little bit. Now, I don't know if that's enough, but it, and then I don't know. Maybe it's just the smart thing to do. Maybe it's not a panic thing, you know, but it seems like one season in, you're already changing the financial dynamic that you've promised people. What does two seasons in look like? Right. Yeah, that certainly raises questions for sure, you'd think. But to your point, it could also be, hey, we, we learned something over a year. This is how we need to do it. Yeah. Now, the second thing is their first televised CW golf tournament got a zero or point zero two rating. I saw it in the listings. It was on the same. Was it last weekend? This past weekend in Mexico. Yes. Yeah, there was a lot of stuff going on. I did see it listed, and as I was scrolling through the guide, I did not click on it. I, and to give you an idea of how poor a point zero two is, world's funniest animals had twice as many viewers. Not good numbers. No. Now, also in fairness. Their first weekend mm-hmm. televised. Right. Many people may have not known because for a whole year you had to go find it on YouTube or whatever. So I would assume that will improve, right? You think it, when it finds its stride. But, XFL had bad numbers too. Yeah, but the XFL wasn't playing the same weekend the NFL was playing. Right. That's a good point. I mean, that's what everybody forgets about this. The Honda Classic was on TV and was on major network TV. Mm-hmm. So there's. Yeah. You're. you're 
this is why some of those comparisons are apt, but a lot of them aren't because they weren't trying to directly take head to on head. the NFL yes, head, head to head. Yeah, that's a good, that is an important distinction. Now, the AFC and the NFC, you know, at one point that mm-hmm. was the case and then it ended up being the NFL. Yeah. But that was way back when there wasn't mm-hmm. any competition for your attention. Right. So just a couple things. And then one of those guys showed up. He signed up this year, and his agent fired him, and 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 he was stunned. But his agent is Tiger Woods' agent is, I mean, like the ten top PGA Tour players' agent. Yeah, it's probably not a good look for him to to be dipping over there. No. Yeah. So anyway, just a couple of updates. We'll see what happens. The Honda Classic was was had an exciting end, went to a, a you know a playoff, which was always fun. But they didn't have a lot of big names. So even with like the top seventeen players on the PGA Tour were not in the Honda tournament this weekend, and it still smoked the Live tournament in ratings. Yeah, I'm not surprised by that at no. all. I thought the more telling thing was that they're already cutting back on some of these perks. And yeah, you got a lot of money you're throwing at it, but when you're not bringing any revenue in, right? need to see what the reaction of the players are because if they go man that was the thing i needed well i don't think that's the thing i just think it will be how much can you cut before you get to a point where you're now doing the same nickel and dime stuff that they complained about with the pga tour it looks like or just that the image is that the water is coming on this boat and you're you're bailing it out at every turn instead Uh of just sailing Uh Mm uh-huh yeah a little bit of that for sure uh, all right, so we didn't get a chance. You know, we were in here dealing with all kinds of stuff, and I, and I had to leave early yesterday. I did not watch. Did you pay? It was a pay per view for the Jake Paul fight. I did not uh, pay pay for it. I watched the highlights and everything afterwards. There or the account and solid fight. Yeah, no, I I, I did see the the uh, online the round updates live, mm-hmm. like just the written updates, yeah. and nothing to me in those updates seemed like there was any way that Paul was winning that fight. No. But everybody thinks, I mean, this whole rigged thing, it's like elections now. Um, it, 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 what is the deal with people just constantly thinking something is rigged? I don't know. I mean, uh, Jake, to his own credit, said, you know, hey, I'm a little surprised, but uh, you judge me by my losses, I'll be back, you know. so, And, and they're kind of the, the showman types, but he accepted the loss and is – all right. I guess what else are you going to do? You can't just do a Trump on everything and just go, no, right. stolen. Uh, and I watched the video of the knockdown. It was not much of a knock. I mean, it looked more like the guy lost his footing oh, yeah. than he got knocked on his butt. I mean, he was up in a half a second. Yeah, you have to give him the you know the standing eight, but you're you're absolutely right. He just caught him clean with momentum, and and it but, is but, a knockdown. But but, but, but but when I think knockdown and you're scoring a fight, like you did some damage. This literally looked like he was just off balance. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. He and I know, don't have a dog in either. I mean, I'm I'm not rooting either way. It looked like it had the mandatory ten nine score. So he, you know, a point there. Yeah. And, but he and, also got penalized. Yeah, both of them lost uh-huh. a point for clinching, which sometimes, you know, can be a. All right. A, so, but there was nothing in your world no. that says rigged. No. And, and the I, internet's just got to stop. And I and I listen to combat sports uh, coverage. I, that's not really the the banter that's going on. It was just a solid okay fight. Not in Jake Paul's world. That is all the banter that is going on. And his fan base, that is everybody's thing. They're a hype all the time. All right. I, I don't get it. I, yeah. I just don't. It's like we just can't even agree anymore on basic facts. Uh-huh. And right. I think it's dangerous. It is dangerous. You know, not this particular argument. No one's going to care one point, this point, whatever, in a boxing match. Uh, but it, it, we now live in these separate worlds where we can't even have any universally identified, mutually agreed facts. Mm-hmm. Now, there are people that think, oh, that guy got robbed. But but there's a difference between a judge judging differently than you did and rigged. Rigged means it was set up Pre-set to be up this and way. scripted or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two judges voted the same. One went in, in Paul's favor. But- right. Split decision. But that's the history of boxing. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we had great fights between Sugar Ray Leonard and Roberto Duran that could have gone either mm-hmm. way. Or you've had, yeah. you know, Hagler and Harris. I, I mean, there's all there's been a lot of that in life. Yeah. But nothing. My my radars aren't up for this one. It was just standard fight. Okay. Was it any good, though? I mean, I, is there a future for him? He brings a lot of eyeballs. Future for him, yes. He gets a lot of attention. Yeah. But will he be literally fighting names? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's been fighting names, but not boxing names. Uh, yeah, he. Will. I'm talking about boxing. Mm-hmm. 
Because there's a whole different, I mean, a lot of those guys that have tried to get into that next realm yeah. of that have had a hard time getting traction. That's exactly right. I think he'll be fine. At, at least mid-card, or, you know, mid-card kind of capabilities. Right. So I watched the, uh, here, here's another example of this. I, I didn't realize the circus was back on Showtime, which oh. is the political mm -hmm. uh, thing. Um, and th they had sort of the inside. I, I think one of the guys was in Poland with, uh, President Biden when Biden went to the Ukraine. And then there were, uh, uh, Mark McKinnon, who was a George W. Bush guy, one of the regulars on the show. And he was talking to another George Bush, uh, White House, uh, you know, that worked for Bush in the White House and how even since George Bush was president, how much has changed? Like even then, when a president goes into a war zone, you don't go out and criticize. And I, I mean that that you know that the other side had the respect not to do that, and, and how all that is gone. Meaning, like uh, Biden visiting the Ukraine and Republicans chastising him for doing that while he was there. Yeah, while, while he was in a war zone. I, I mean, and China and Russia love that. I, I mean, they love that because when you're unified and you go, yeah, we're behind, you, you know, but, but the people would actively, I mean, actively going out while he was there, criticizing him for being there and not in Ohio being, you know, wait, whatever that, that this was a Bush official talking to a Bush communications guy, I mean, President George W. Bush, his two terms in office that said even just not that long ago, couple of presidents ago, this was just not a thing you would do, either party. Oh, wow. Back to this that we just can't agree on it. Just Right. That's interesting. Yeah. I, I understand the uh, why people would say he's there and not here on that very specific thing but chances are if that if that ohio wasn't happening he should have been here for something else anyway is what they'd be saying right uh I, the point being it doesn't matter whether they have a point it's that you just just don't do you, it you're a unified country when you're at war or your president is on the you know in the middle of a war you know in a war zone oh there's a time and a place I, there's to a have place that. where you yeah. go it, we used to say the saying was that our differences stop at the shores that we'll bicker, like family, my idea, your idea. But when we have to be unified, we don't give the bad guys extra ammo to use against ourselves. And I would be arguing this, you flip right. DR, yeah, whatever, it doesn't make any difference. That there used to be a sense of like, well, let's not help their propaganda. Yeah, that makes sense. Putin says he shouldn't be there, and so do a whole bunch of people in Washington, D.C. Who are we helping with that? Yeah, your own people don't want you here. Yep, and they use that. They use it all the time. And then they only use it at their, in their home. They use it at our home by buying up social media ads and Facebook and everything else mm -hmm. and stir more dissent. That's an interesting perspective or a very valid perspective from someone working right I'm just saying, now. you know, it's one thing we talk about Jimmy Carter. George Bush was just two presidents ago. Mm -hmm. Three, I guess, technically yeah. now. With Biden, yep. But eight years of Obama mm -hmm. and four years of Trump. And the partial of what Biden's done. It's yeah. not that long ago. No, it's not. Yeah. And, and the world was just a different place. Mm -hmm. Didn't mean we didn't have divisions. But she said even his hateful detractors, when he's on a warship or landing in you know when a president does that mm -hmm. you stop the bickering while it's going on and it just it, it just reminded me how far we've come from that that just even basic rules of at least attempting to show a unified country to other people who have bad intentions around the world right mm -hmm. but we don't do that we just don't and i i saw by the way i, I kevin won't hear this but I did see in the Rupert Murdoch testimony that was released mm -hmm. yesterday from the defamation lawsuit and an email, literally an email, that they fired the guy who mm -hmm. was in charge of the election desk that night because it would go a long way with Trump supporters. Mm -hmm. I mean, his words yeah, in an email. We had that argument a couple weeks ago, like, I don't know anything about that. It's like, no, I mean, this is the CEO. Also interesting to see all the stuff Paul Ryan, as a board member of Fox, was trying to do internally. He had a quote that I thought was really impressive. Um, 
it was something to the tune of we need to get off this weird stuff and come back with with a, a strong measured like uh opposition meaning like hey don't give up what we believe in but we need to come as serious people to it and not this oh. and, and and you can respect that well and in the email literally Rupert Murdoch said back to Paul Ryan who was you, you know literally a vice presidential candidate not very long right. ago for the Republican Party that 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 Sean Hannity has been privately disgusted by Trump for weeks but scared to lose viewers yeah and then in some of the same emails despite Fox accurately calling Arizona for Joe Biden Murdoch suggested firing Bill Salmon Maybe best to let Bill go right away, which would be a big message with Trump people. Yeah. I mean, I know this stuff, but when it's like you put it in their own words and their right. own communications, it's almost hard to believe. If if you take Rupert Murdoch's, uh, all of that information that was disseminated from that, it, it became very clear to me. And he said he condensed it down into one sentence he goes i'm not thinking red or blue i'm thinking green and and he knew that the cash cow was this stuff and he let it ride all the way to january 6th and then uh, some of the language said that at that point he reached out to paul ryan and said hey what do we do we've got to kind of try to you know pivot from because it went too far mm-hmm. i mean you just follow they will say follow the money there it is i mean there it is I, and, and literally in uh, in an email, like right after the election, he called the whole thing, meaning the, the whole theory, the whole claim, BS. I mean, spelled out the whole word and damaging. Yeah. But not harmful yet. <laughs> and then it got to that level and it's like, well, now, I mean, I think you can make the argument mm-hmm. and which is partly what they're making in court for this defamation suit is if the president of the United States is claiming this, that is news. Yes. Right. Yeah. I mean, he's the president of the United States. I mean, whether it's accurate or not, he is the one pushing this out there. Right. Right. You, you, you know, you can't not cover that. Right. But it's more than my pillow guy and the Sidney Powell's and the Rudy Giuliani's and the constant reinforcing of people on the airways without really challenging any of them. Mm hmm. And all of them are mentioned very by name and right. all of that in there. And, and then when they're sued, they go, well, you, you don't really think that we believed that. I mean, it's all based on the lie is the lie. Mm-hmm. Right. Not the lie that the election was stolen. The lie is they all knew they were feeding you lies. And some people did it to hang on to power. And some people did it because they wanted to be famous. And some people did it because they didn't want to lose viewers. And they all did it to make money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not really an argument about what what was being lied, or it's just who was doing what. I mean, they're not even really saying they weren't lying. Yeah. Paul Ryan warned the Murdochs to move on from Donald Trump, to stop spouting election lies, and that they, he believed that a lot of people in public believed it because they got, and this is the quote, they got a diet of information telling them the election was stolen from what they believe were credible sources, and it's wrong. That's from Paul Ryan. On their board, right? Yes, the board of Fox News. Mm-hmm. Now, I will tell you, people ask me, I got a, a note the other day about, well, you have Fox Radio on. I will tell you, the people in Fox Radio are completely separate uh, from what happens mm-hmm. on the cable news channel. That's right. And I've always found them to be kind of middle-of-the-road people. I mean, they're not bomb throwers. Yeah, I, I actually, it's funny you mention that. I read an article about the hierarchy of all that, and and it is essentially a conglomerate that licenses the content and does not directly report back to. Mm-hmm. However, you may get access to reporters or things like that, but that is not, hey, from the mothership, it trickles all the way down. It's it's the access of content to another conglomerate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it... it you know, and and that can be obviously confusing to a lot of people. It makes sense, but no, but I, yeah. but I've been, I mean, I've just, I've met a lot of these people. We have them on the air regularly, and they're middle of the road people. I mean, they got a Hollywood reporter who's uh, actively open, uh, uh, you know, part of the LGBT. I mean, it, it's just not what you see yeah. when you watch the syndicated stuff. But I don't know how you read all that stuff and come up with any other conclusion, right? But what it's do you, their own words. What do you do about it? 
I mean, if you're a thinking human being, you got to go, maybe I got led down a path that I shouldn't have gotten led. I mean, sooner or later, you got to cut bait on this stuff. What do you do if you're Fox News about it? Well, you hope you're not going to be paying hundreds of millions of dollars in settlement mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. fines. Yeah. I don't know who's going to win this lawsuit, but at the end of the day, you, you know, they lose a lot of credibility. Not that they're a conservative network. I don't have any problem with that at all. Right. But they're a conservative network that knowingly put stuff out there that they knew not to be true. And it's been proven over. I mean, their own text, their own emails, their own testimony. I mean, it's not a, a gray. It's not, oh, you could interpret it this way. They knew what they were doing. And I feel bad for people who fall for that. I really do. And don't have that ability to sort of like just question everything and not just believe anything R or anything D, anything mm-hmm. red, anything blue, because they're on both sides. Right. I said, I, Colin Cowherd said something the other day uh, on our sister station that, that people don't want information. They want affirmation. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. They just want you to agree with what they already think. They don't want to learn anything. new. Mm-hmm. And that is the byproduct, I think, of the harmful parts of social media and the Internet, that that is how the algorithms are being used to feed you. Meaning if you're not actively yourself looking for all sides of things and digging into it, if you're just passively accepting the news that's being fed to you, you're getting affirmation, not information. Yeah. And I think that the, you know, having... CNN and Fox or other networks like that are, are, are ways of doing that the same. I, they are, but you got to at least turn it on to go find it and look and watch where this stuff's going right into your kid pictures and your kids and your family stuff on Facebook. Yeah. And you don't know who paid for it. You don't know why it's there. You don't have any, you know, I mean, it may not be Republicans. It could be Russians. Stoking the flames. Yeah, information is... Data is the more worth more than gold. Well, and it's more readily available than yeah. it's ever been. But that doesn't mean people aren't lazy about that. Right. And it's just too easy to go, oh, well, that popped up in my feed. Mm-hmm. Who's in control of the data? Where is it flowing? Yep. How is it flowing? That is. But I don't know how you read this testimony, their own testimony. I'm not even talking about whether they win this lawsuit, lose this lawsuit. I'm just saying you can't change that. Right. That, that isn't up for interpretation. It's their own words. Mm-hmm. In, in Murdoch's particular case, he's pretty open and candid about it. Yeah. I mean, not very guarded at all. He's, I mean, he's, he's kicking it down to well, other people. A lot of it's not guarded because he was just, those were internal communications that he never expected to be read in a court of law. Right. I mean, even his follow up and, and hearing what he, you know, he says, yeah, that's, that's, that's what I thought. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's, uh, it's interesting, but we've spent enough time on that. So I told you Canada, right? I, I, I thought, the TikTok thing and like, I mean, how is it not already? It's 30. I think the White House said 30 days here to get off government. Well, phone. Illinois already has that. Yeah. I, I mean, it's already. I mean, maybe it's the federal government, but yeah. they issued 30 days. But you keep days. thinking, though, why in the world would anybody think it's okay to put TikTok or any other foreign-owned app onto a government device? Yeah. I, I realistically, why would you allow access to put things on? Well, how do you stop it? They, I don't know. I mean, if you have an internet connection to that device, you're going to be. You able can to, access through the yeah. web and whatnot, but I mean, just to be able to uh, add things to your phone, it's probably, there's got to be another layer. <laughs> Wouldn't you think? Yeah, you, that was the stunning thing to me about the story was you, you can do that now? Yeah. Yeah, it's silly. I mean, it was three years ago when the FBI agent was telling me about TikTok. Yeah. You know, three years, and, and now it's only worse because of everybody being at home and all the other. I, I can't even imagine. But Illinois evidently has already had that in place. It's not allowed on state of Illinois devices. Mm-hmm. So at least we got that going. For sure. Us. <laughs> we're not willingly giving them any more information than we're already willingly giving them. <laughs> right. All right. Let's do the break. We'll be back with more. Lots to do here. Big entertainment weekend on your TV. Your device, right? I'm very excited. One coming back. I knew kind of in the back of my head coming back. I didn't know it was this weekend. I know exactly what you're teasing. We'll talk about it on the other side of the break. Stay tuned. Memorial Care is your entry to the quality care and expertise of Memorial Health. 
Memorial Care is primary care for seeing experienced physicians and providers. It is urgent care when there's no time to wait for an appointment. It is virtual care for added convenience and virtual appointments that fit your schedule. Memorial Care is how health begins. Visit memorial.health to find hours and locations in your area. Don't miss your chance to cheer on Fighting Illini basketball this season. Deafening in here, 15,000, another setup. We need all of Illini Nation to help us defend State Farm Center. Cannon, hello! Slam dunk! Great seat locations are still available for you to see Illinois basketball live this season. And the celebration is on! Get your tickets today at FightingIllini.com. You're listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. Wanted to give you a quick update before we get to the uh, the weekend. Uh, there was a uh, an address to the uh, city council meeting in Quincy from the police chief up there uh, about the uh, Becky Bleifnick uh, murder investigation. And uh, Adam Yates, I, I don't think he's been the chief there very long, nine or ten months, said that uh, he's making no apologies for being tight lipped about the investigation. Um, uh, that homicide investigations are complex, difficult, and take time. Uh, he says every resource, uh, uh, at our disposal is being utilized. Eight detectives, three investigative supervisors, uh, an investigator from the Illinois State Police and attorneys from the Adams County State's Attorney's Office have been working, uh, on the case. Uh, Yates said Quincy hasn't experienced a crime this magnitude since 2019. He said all death is tragic. The circumstances of Ms. Bleefnik's murder are incomprehensible. Our community is shaken on edge. They want answers. The members of our police department uh, dedicate their lives to protecting the members of our community. When a crime like this occurs, it becomes our mission to ensure there is justice for the victim and a restored sense of security for our residents. Um, Yates says interviews must still be conducted, evidence still being collected, preservation letters of sent, search warrants written, video evidence found, and timelines constructed out of the overwhelming amount of evidence and information. And uh, I promise you that an incredible amount of work is going on behind the scenes. Our detectives are working as hard and as fast as they can, but these things take time. More important, the work being done has to fall within the guidelines of acceptable investigative practices, Illinois statute, and the U.S. Constitution. That is non-negotiable. Every step our detectives take and decision they make in the coming days, weeks, and months will be picked apart by attorneys for years. We only have one chance to get it right. Now, once again... One other quote. Regardless, cases like this, however, I make no apologies for being tight-lipped. I take the integrity of a homicide investigation seriously. We do not talk about crime details, specific investigative techniques, or theories about what happened. The intimate details of what took place are known only to our detectives and those close to the investigation, including the killer. I will do my best to keep you informed, but I will not compromise this investigation. I ask for your patience, as difficult as I know that is. Nothing I say here tonight will put our community at ease, making an arrest in this case the only way to do that. We are working very hard to make that happen. This investigation is our highest priority. I offer my condolences to Ms. Bleefnik's family and friends. May God be with them, her, and with the investigation seeking justice on our behalf. She deserves our best. That is exactly what we intend to give her. Now, and always these things, what's said is in what's not said. I'm not suggesting anything at all other than when tight-lipped, it means we are honing in and we do not need anyone's help. Generally, when investigations are public, it's because they're up against a wall, they don't know where to go, and they've got to cast a wider net to find out maybe what they don't know. 
that's just been my history of doing this over the years and, and the differences in like, you know, the less you hear that means more, they probably are on a path. Yeah, there was a line in there, the intimate details known by our detectives yes. and the killer, yep. meaning they know the same thing. So um, I just wanted like. to keep it posted because we talked about that earlier in the week, and, and I don't have any inside information at all other than just it, it, you always, in this kind of thing, look for look, the messages in what's not being said sometimes. All right, let's do one last break. We'll come back and give you a great preview. This, oh, it's going to be a weekend. Right? You can get started today. Uh, yes, you can. All right, we'll do that all on the other side of the break. Here's Nick Smith with your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast. Today, we've got increasing clouds, a high near 62. Tonight, mostly cloudy during the early evening, and then gradually clearing, low around 33. For Thursday, mostly sunny, high near 50, and nighttime rain. And Friday, one to two inches of rain, high near 44. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 45 degrees. Your WSOI time is 8.50. For 23 years, the Community Foundation of Macon County has worked to connect the philanthropic goals of donors with the needs of our community. This is Steve Groney, Community Foundation Board Trustee. Our foundation has grown to over 380 funds that have been established by individuals, families, businesses, agencies, and organizations to benefit a variety of community causes. We're proud to share that in 2022, foundation donors made over $5 million in grants to support social services, arts, recreation, conservation, health, and education. Because of donor generosity, we are creating a better future for our community that allows all to live, learn, work, and thrive. If you are interested in learning how you can work with Community Foundation to establish a fund to support the causes you care about, call today at 429-3000 or visit our website at MaconCountyGives.org. Listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at nowdecatur.com. here on a Wednesday, the very first day of March, and uh, that means a new month full of entertainment and things to consume. I was very excited to see the Perry Mason is coming back to HBO this weekend. I, it snuck up on us. I meant to tell you that the other day. I cannot wait. Uh, I knew it was coming. Yeah. Uh, but we, I didn't realize, like, coming, like, this weekend. Yeah, we both really enjoyed that show. I thought it, it gave enough uh, noir feeling in, in the procedural caper. I liked it. Very happy about it. No doubt about it. Set in 1932 Los Angeles, uh, and he started out as a private investigator moving into a law license. It, it, it's got nothing to do other than the characters' names are all the same, but don't have that Perry Mason block of, like, the old TV show because nope. it's not that. No, very good. I'm, I'm pumped about it. Uh, so is that March 5th? Uh, March I 6th. I'm not sure the exact day. Why does everything end up on Sunday nights? It's, like, too much. It is too much. There's at least five shows I would watch on Sundays, and I can't. I just can't. <laughs> it's too many. It's too many. It is, and, and thankfully with the apps, you know, yeah. you can watch them, you know, the next day, commercial-free and all that. But, I mean, you've got The Last of Us. You've got whatever iteration of Yellowstone, 1923, whatever that's going on. You've got Mayor of Kingstown. You've got now we don't have Perry Mason. Your Honor. Uh, yeah. I, it's just all on a Sunday night. Yep. All right, what else is coming? What's starting today? The Chris Rock Live uh, yeah. specials this weekend on Netflix yeah. as well. Uh, Mandalorian. Is that tonight? Yeah, March, March 1st. It was last oh, night. Oh, my God. I thought it was Wednesday. Is it? On, is it on Tuesdays? Well, I, I don't have Today's it. March 1st. Yeah. So I think like midnight last night, I oh, think they dropped okay. it. Oh, okay. Well, that's... I'm sorry. I got to be on the air at 6 a.m. I, I, I didn't get up at midnight to well, watch the Mandalorian. There are some people that that probably didn't go to bed to watch it. Mm, there's some people who probably don't have jobs. That's right. So good for them. Hope they that, enjoy uh, it. 
Uh, Amazon just recently dropped the consultant with Chris. Uh, Chris I'm watching it. You didn't like it? Uh, it's weird. Maybe I didn't give it. I didn't give it enough shot okay. to, to to give you a thousand percent determination that it's not worth watching. But the the it was strange. I I, I didn't click with it, and I ended up not going back to it. But that I, I will make another attempt. Okay. They the reason I brought them up is they've got that loosely based on Fleetwood Mac show starting this weekend too. Oh, uh, Daisy Jones and the, and the Six. Yes. So that might be of interest to some. All right. And Luther's coming up. Um, the, the Luther movie is now in your app being teased. I think it comes out on the tenth, so we're Friday next Friday. And, and is that a Netflix film? Yeah, it's a Netflix okay, film. Okay, because you can find Luther in a lot of places now. Can now for a while it was nowhere, but it's it's popping up and back again. Thank goodness. But yeah, the the movie comes out the tenth. Oh, see. And and then later this month you get uh, the new AMC show with Bob Odenkirk called Lucky Hank. You get um, the Tetris movie on Apple Plus with Taron Egerton, where te- the creator of Tetris. Runs into the KGB and it's yeah. There's some kind of caper behind it. It looks really good. I like him. Yeah, it, yeah. He was and, really good in Blackbird. Yeah. I was looking at the SAG Awards this week. I didn't watch the broadcast, but mm-hmm. I was looking at the winners because that's sometimes a kind of a predictor of what happens mm-hmm. around Oscar time. And there's one film that's clearly, uh, you know, everything, everywhere, at, all at once. Yeah, I mean that's I like that's it. how they describe the award categories because it's literally just that sweeping. Yeah, yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis and and uh, uh, oh, I'm forgetting her name, the main actress. Anyway, there, there's I was looking at and Taryn Erickson was up for one of those awards for Blackbird, which he was yeah. very good in. He did not win uh, the category, but he was up for it. I loved that show. I loved Blackbird. I, I, it's Blackbird. one of those things like I can't believe this thing happened over like in Danville and I didn't know anything about it. I know. Yeah, let me see. I wrote, oh, Ted Lasso's coming back this month, too. Yes. And Secession is coming back season four. Uh, you know, I feel like less people watch, like, that's more of a, a like a, 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 a critical darling than it is like wide mass spread. Like, I don't think it has like a Ted Lasso size audience. But it, but it has the, hey, are you watching? Of course I'm watching. It's, it's the one to watch if you're in the know. I think it's got enough widespread I, love. I, let me, here's what I will say. I, here's where I think there is bias, even in entertainment, mm-hmm. you know, critique and journalism, is that, you know, everybody would write endlessly about how brilliant succession is. Mm-hmm. And it is. Yep. But they ignored Yellowstone during that whole time, even though Yellowstone had 10 times the size of audience, because that wasn't maybe highbrow enough or considered to be, you know what I mean? There's a little of that snobbery. I don't think it's political. I think it's just, art snob yeah sometimes you know we talk about that a lot it happens all the time so i like both of them Mm -hmm. i happen to i think you can there's room in the world for both of those things yeah but succession isn't something you can just jump into i i mean you know you gotta watch it from the beginning right hey do you you probably don't know the answer to this but is creed 3 about to drop like in the next week or two but it's going out in the theaters uh i don't know how long a run it's gonna have before it goes to um, but then you also, even when it's in theater, can generally buy Sometimes, it on Amazon yeah. or Xfinity, right? I love that franchise. Love I, it. Michael B. Jordan's great. Mm-hmm. Love it. They had a lot of great artwork at Eisenhower yesterday for Black History Month um, in the kind of the atrium area there. Uh, and there was a really cool Michael B. Jordan piece someone did, uh, kind of like with the, the sticker kind of looked like with the multiple images, the same oh, nice. one. There was some really talented art up there yesterday. Very cool. Yeah. Principle for a day. If you get the opportunity to do it, you should. Awesome. Yeah, good stuff. Thanks again to uh, all the folks at uh, Eisenhower High School for making us feel at home and the students who helped uh, take us around. And uh, it was a it was a fun day. If you get, I know they're going to do more. And I'm just telling you, if you get the opportunity or you want to, you know, contact them about being a part of, just do it. It's it would be valuable. I, I look at some of the comments on social media, and people are so damn sure of their expertise about what needs to happen or what isn't happening. And I just wonder, like, when was the last time you were actually in one of these schools? That you're so, I mean, you've got, you know, share that opinion with everybody about your facts, about, I mean, when was the last time? Right? Yeah. I didn't realize the world was, you know, like I, go to become a dentist and now I'm an expert about everything or I 
went to become a, you know what I mean? It, it's like it, that's changed. Now all of a sudden I'm an authority on everything. Saw a young student wearing a Nirvana t-shirt yesterday at Eisenhower. Nice. Gave me hope. <laughs> That's it for us. If you missed any of the show today, a lot of interviews, podcasts are driven by the Bob Brady Auto Group and available at nowdecatur.com. Enjoy the sunshine. We'll see you bright and early 6 a.m. tomorrow. Have a great day. WSOY Decatur and W277DB Decatur. WSOY, 1340 AM and 103.3 FM. Streaming live at nowdecatur.com. This is RJ Crace with your stories now brought to you by Shop on Main. Free take-home screening tests for colon cancer will be distributed at an upcoming drive through event. It's sponsored by a partnership that includes Decatur Memorial. Kits will be distributed starting at 7.30 a.m. next Thursday at Cancer Care Center of Decatur, 210 West McKinley Avenue. Drivers should follow the signs and stay in their cars. Take-home colon cancer screenings are recommended for anyone 45 and older and anyone with a history of polyps or inflammatory bowel disease. An Illinois-based insurance company is raising rates again. State Farm, headquartered in Bloomington, is reportedly raising rates on Illinois drivers by 6.5%. That equates to about $60 a year for most policyholders. Last year, State Farm... You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.